you got me. It's Kim Commando today, and I'm here with you just the facts and tips you need to thrive in our digital world, or as I like to say, to live the best digital life ever. This was really funny to me. A gorilla is addicted to a smartphone? Yes. Amar is a resident at Chicago's Lincoln Park Zoo, and he's grown so fond of staring at a phone screen that he didn't notice when another gorilla like was running after him. And it wasn't his own phone, of course. What happens is that people that are going to the zoo are showing this gorilla countless pictures and videos through the glass on their smartphones, and it's making him kind of crazy. So what do they have to do? Well, the zoo is saying that we have to, like, limit his screen time. This 16-year-old gorilla would rather look at screens instead of, like, being a gorilla and, like, doing gorilla things. And, and so definitely we need to stop people from holding their smartphone's up. We're going to stop him from doing things, even looking at a smartphone. And after all, definitely no online shopping for this gorilla because he's a primate. Get it? Amazon primate. All right. That was really bad. I promise you. promise you they're going to get better as the hour goes on. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another hour of America's largest show about all things digital, your most trusted source. You can find us, The Kim Commando Show, on over 425 top stations from coast to coast. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app, and you can find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, uh, 24-7, commercial-free, whenever you want over at commando.com. And if you are listening to us on a radio station, it's time to give thanks. That's right. Head over to your official radio show's Twitter or Facebook feed and maybe even on their website, and you want to send them a quick little note to say, hey, thank you for carrying the Kim Commando Show. You know, we're not part of one of these big networks, these big companies. We are what we call self-syndicated. So it's important that you let your local radio station know that you're supporting them and you're listening to the Kim Commando Show and tell them that. People like to hear thank you every once in a while. And speaking of, I'm saying thank you right now to our servicemen and women in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, Coast Guard, and Space Force who are protecting our great nation and listening to us on the American Forces Network Radio. And of course, you have a few questions about something digital in our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 Once again, is the way to join us. All right, five things that you need to know right now about consumer tech to keep you up to date. And this one is something that I did myself the other day, and it was so much fun. I'm like, I need to tell my listeners and my friends all about this. Okay, we're talking about Google Earth, where you can explore any part of the world, often in 3D. They have a whole bunch of new tools, but this tool I hadn't used, and this is what I'm going to tell you about. They have taken over 24 million satellite images covering four decades, and they put together this time-lapse feature in Google Earth. So think about your neighborhood. Was it even there that many years ago? I mean, what about all the cities and streets around it? And I mean, I took a look and I was really amazed about what my community looked like in 1984 versus what it looks like today. So here's what you do. You go to c.co slash timelapse. Once again, that's g, I'm sorry, g.co slash timelapse. And then you type in the address in the search bar to find it. And it really is something you can zoom in, zoom out. You can pause in a certain year and more. Um, I will tell you that some of the images are pretty old. And so you might forget what pixelation was back in the 90s, but you're going to see it. But it's really kind of fun to do that, uh, to use Google Earth that way. And then after watching the world go all around once, I sat back and I called it a day. Uh, number two, buy now, pay later. Well, it's called BNPL, buy now, pay later. It's when you go to checkout and you see options like Afterpay, Affirm, 
Klarna, PayPal, and they say, hey, you know, you can buy this now or you can get it on four or 10 easy payments of just $19.99. And you're like, hmm, I think that $19.99 sounds like a good idea. Well, here's the deal. They tout interest-free payments and where they make all their money is in these late fees. And you miss one payment, the fees start adding up quickly. Your interest rates average, ready, 20%. But here's the deal, and here's why I'm bringing it up. Equifax started report, recording these as loans than TransUnion, Experian. So it's another reason to think twice before designing put off what you should buy today and, and pay for it today. Now, it's easy to start racking up debt this way. So especially don't use buy now, pay later with any luxury or non-essential item. Uh, number three, if you use Zelm, this is something that you definitely want to try too. Uh, years after becoming a household name, we're having a Zoom call. Uh, they're adding some new features, and they have uh, gesture recognition, gesture recognition, recognition rather, reactions to the iPhone and the iPad. What this means is that if you raise your hand, or if you give a thumbs up during a meeting, it's automatically going to display the corresponding meeting reaction on the screen. So it's good for virtual classrooms and meetings and good things like that. Well, now Zoom for both Windows and Mac is that you can also just raise your hand and give a thumbs up and then that appears on the screen. If you want to try it out, you need to be running the latest version of Zoom, uh, which is 5.10.3. I know you're not going to remember that, but just hit Zoom and update and get the latest version. And then what you want to do is enable gesture recognition in your meetings. And it's actually kind of something fun to do. Number four, Logitech has a brand new mouse. And I took a look at it and I thought, hmm, would I really want to use that mouse? I wouldn't, but maybe you would, especially if you have trouble with your hands or with any type of carpal tunnel syndrome. Uh, it's called the Lift Vertical, and it's supposed to be more ergonomic than a typical mouse for improved wrist posture, posture rather, and less strain. And now there's one for 70 bucks, and smaller geared with for people with smaller or medium-sized hands. So the Logitech Lift Vertical, if you can imagine this, it turns the hand to a 57 degree angle. And they say that that's a more natural position than just laying your hand down on the mouse. Of course, it's wireless like anything else. It has six buttons and you just have a single AA battery, which they say you have to replace every couple of years, not a big deal. Um, but you can get this vertical mouse either for your right or your left hand. Comes with, oh, three different colors, yay. Uh, but it is something that if you are having trouble with the mouse, I just wanted to pass along. I know you have those wrist pads and those gel pads and everything like that, but you might want to take a look at this new Logitech mouse. It's got some pretty decent reviews. It's called the Lift Vertical. Uh, number five on our list of consumer tech and things you need to know that's going on. This is a really scary story. Uh, a gaming headset actually saved a gamer's life. What was going on with that? It's a really frightening story that comes out of Los Angeles. This 18-year-old guy just playing video games, he's lucky to be alive, and get this, his gaming headset is what saved his life. A few weeks ago, Jonathan Gonzalez was in his room playing on his PlayStation with friends online, like any other guy, and then he felt something hit him in the head. He felt startled and he looked up to see a bullet hole out of his window and then the curtains were ripped off the wall. So he took off his Razer gaming headset and he saw the da damage on the top of the headband. He's like, wow, what was that? Um, the bullet struck there. It ricocheted off, eventually landing on his bed. And they say he's alive because of that headset, but things could have been very different if the bullet's trajectory had been, say, 
not even an inch off. So the police came, of course. They didn't find the shooter. Um, they actually didn't think that the gun was fired nearby. It may have been what the cops think was just a straight bullet. Um, good news, after hearing this story, Razor sent Jonathan a brand new headset. Wow. And Jonathan, if you're listening to us on KBC in Los Angeles, um, we'd love to hear from you, number one, and hear your story directly. Number two, time to move, Jonathan. It's time to move. All right, coming in this hour, of course, we always have brand new or not true. And this week is especially difficult. I took a lot of time on it. So if you haven't had your coffee or your Red Bull, whatever you do to keep you awake, your matcha tea, uh, make sure you go get some now. And then we've got seven ways also in this hour that tech can solve life's little annoyances from missing emails to forgetting something at the store. We have an important tip that you need to do once a week on your PC or Mac. I'm telling you, this hour is just jam-packed. And then, of course, we have the range of air that has been finally revealed. I did the research for you. Of course, we have all of your fantastic phone calls here on this Coast to Coast broadcast of the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're not getting all the tech know-how that you can get from us, at commando.com, make sure that you also subscribe to the Kim Commando Show newsletters because this way we deliver content that you need to know every single day. And I really consider our tips, uh, the email, the current, and also our breaking security and data breach alerts just essential reading and you need to get them. And so we deliver it right to your inbox free of charge and we're not going to spam you. We don't sell your list out to anybody. And so just head over to commando.com slash subscribe. That's commando.com slash subscribe. And when you're there, if you already get some of our newsletters. You can add to the newsletters. You can remove them. You can also set up some preferences, which is super duper important. So this way, we only deliver you the newsletters that you want to see. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe and do it now while you're thinking about it. And how about we start this hour with Ron in Naples, Florida. Hi there, Ron. Hi, Kim. How are you? Fantastic. How can I help you? What's going on? Well, I, I have a question that's been bugging me for a long time, and I finally decided to call the expert. Yay. What I'm trying to find, what I'm trying to figure out is so often when I go to restaurants or other places like that, I can't get onto the Internet, even if they say Wi-Fi available or they give you their password. And I'm trying to figure out if that's something that they really don't want you to do because you're tying up a table or something or if there is a, uh, a uh, portable device that you can have in your pocket that you can connect in or, uh, directly to the Internet. or I just can't figure out why you shouldn't have that accessibility. So does it happen at every restaurant? Just about. Even the ones where they say load up our icon and then you can have access okay. and you still don't get it. Okay. Um, what kind of phone do you have? Uh, an iPhone 12 Pro Max. All right, so you got a pre pretty recent phone. Um, I'm gonna. We're just gonna talk a little bit about it, and then what I suspect is that there's something going wrong with the phone. Uh, you shouldn't have to buy something extra to get on all of these Wi-Fi networks, especially if it's happening across the board. Now, there's something that you can do so you don't have to take your phone in, and it's called a field test, and so. It's, it's what you do is you open up your iPhone app and then you're going to type in a, ser a whole series of numbers. And so like it's like a test mode to make sure that the antenna is working. OK, because if the antenna is not working or if there's something wrong with the Wi-Fi, we also want to we want to 
just test the phone. And so you're going to type in these numbers and it's like star 3001 pound, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, depending upon your iOS is that it's going to show you in decibels how far you are from the cell phone tower. And then it's also going to go through some Wi-Fi can uh, give you some Wi-Fi settings as well. And I'll tell you how to understand all that. Um, it could be that there's what I what I suspect there's just something wrong with the phone. Um, what I hesitated is that my husband was having trouble with his phone, and then I looked at his case, and his case was actually causing some issues to have some of the buttons pressed because it wasn't the right sized case, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. And so you know, so there's there's all these different variables. Um, you know, worst case is is that you make an appointment. Uh, and you take it down to the Apple Store and to the Genius Bar, and you have them test it. If the phone is uh, still covered by warranty, the Genius Bar visit may not cost you anything. Uh, the warranty covers faulty parts and bad workmanship, and if it's damaged because of something that you did, you might have to pay repairs, and typically that's if you actually drop the phone. And then iPhones that are not in warranty are obviously never fixed for free, but it, it's definitely something that's wrong with the phone. This isn't going to be across the board. Like, Ron, we see your picture, and we are never going to let you get on our Wi-Fi. Never, ever. Not going to happen. So I think you need to take it down to the Genius Bar. That's what I think, and see if there's something that's going on with the phone. And, uh, you know, just make an appointment. You can make those appointments uh, online, by the way. If you head over to Apple.com, just enter in your Apple ID. That's always seems to be the easiest way to do it. But if they say some appointments are not available, like I noticed recently where I am right now, that I couldn't get an appointment until after, or like 4.15, they said there were no appointments after 4.15, but they closed at 7. I just went down there, and I got straight into the Genius Bar, so just something to keep in mind. Ron, thank you so much for your call. This portion of the show has been brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs makes it quick and easy to filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and ultimately who you'd like to hire. You create a free job post in minutes to reach your network and beyond. Post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash Kim. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, you know, speaking of how to put your phone into this hidden test mode, we're going to post a, a tip about how you can do that over at commando.com. That'd be commando.com slash community, and it'll be in the Q&A forum. There's a link always on the left-hand side. All right, let's talk a little bit more about Apple, the AirTags. You know, these are really great little gadgets. Um, the batteries last a year, easily replaceable. They can fit just about anywhere. You can buy one for 30 bucks or get four for 100 I figured out that I'm using seven of them right now to keep track of keys, wallets, even my beautiful golden retriever. Now, when you go looking, what is the range of an AirTag? I've had that question. Apple doesn't want to go on record for the actual distance, but in my experience, I'd say it's between 30 to 40 feet. And the AirTag uses nearby iPhones and Wi-Fi networks. And what it does, it triangulates the AirTag's exact location. And then using your iPhone's Find My app, you select the AirTag, and then you can find location and make it beep. It's actually pretty amazing. Now, if you're on Android, well, and you think that you might be tracked by an Android, uh, by an AirTag, rather, that you have to go to the the, Air, the Google Play Store, rather, and download the Apple AirTag app, and then you have to scan for AirTags. And we've got tips on how to do that over at the website at commando.com. But stay right where you are. Brand new or not true is coming right up.
That's right. It's time now for America's national radio game show sensation where you can play along and guess, is that brand new or is it just not true? Because tech products, they sound so crazy, outlandish and just ridiculous. You think, how can that be true? And that's when I dreamt up this game, brand new or not true. And so I make up all the products, the fake ones. So two are fake, one is real. So it's up to you to decide which is the real product. We always have a special guest contestant. And if you'd like to be our guest contestant here on the show, head over to commando.com and fill out the form on the top right-hand side that says email Kim. Joining us this week on Brand New or Not True is Ted in Las Vegas, Nevada. Hello there, Ted. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm good. So what do you do in Las Vegas? I retire and uh, try to try to keep track of 15 grandkids. Oh, <laughs> 15 grandkids? Wow. Yep. How do you so <laughs> <They love me. laughs> do you remember each and everyone's birthday? My wife does. Excellent. She's really good at that. Yes, all right. <laughs> we definitely want to do that. Well, we're so glad that you're here. And if you notice that there's no product names that are given and brand new or not true because well, some people cheat. We don't we don't like that, Ted. And then uh, if you do win, brand new or not true, you are going to get, are you ready for it? A Kim Commando Show official fanny pack. Yes. Right. I'm pretty excited about Ooh. that. All right. So we have three products and two are fake. One is real. Once again, it's for you to decide which is the real product. And we'll start with product number one. You ready to play, Ted? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Have you ever wondered if your house is haunted? Maybe there's a ghost out there. I swear my last house was haunted. True story. TVs would turn on in the middle of the night. I would smell like cigarette smoke, Ted, and no one in the house smokes. Um, I kind of know who it was. It was, well, I'm not going to say, but it was a Disney family member who owned the house before us. And I had a scooter of the house. I actually did. Um, some people think that sudden drops in temperature could mean an otherworldly entity is in the room. And you got to watch your pets because dogs, they know if an earthquake is coming, so it makes sense they could feel ghosts. But now, thanks to technology, you can use your smartphone to know for sure thanks to the new EMF antenna that plugs into your phone's power outlet. EM stands for electromagnetic radiation. It's a waveform energy like microwaves, visible light, and x-rays. And ghosts can feel it. And because it works with the iPhone's gyroscope and accelerometer, you know which direction the ghost is located unless the ghost is in an elevator because that lifts their spirits. $99.99 for the antenna. Product number two. You ready, Ted? It's the Smart Shaver. It's the closest Great. shave you can get at home. It's the world's first AI-driven smart shaver. You take a photo of your face and the whiskers and the apple determine how the shaver should approach your face and how deep the razor needs to go. A USB-powered towel comes with the shaver to bring you that at-home soothing moment of your shave when the piping hot towel is wrapped around your face. It's waterproof, so you can use it in the swimming pool if you want. And now it doesn't work on women in case you're listening. You're like, I need that because sometimes when we shave our legs and we really think raising my hand we probably should have donated that leg hair to locks of love 129 dollars includes the shaver and the usb powered hot towel and finally number three ted have you ever had so many notifications on your devices it drives you crazy oh yeah <laughs> i know it is it's like you have the bings and the bongs the swooshes and the whooshes and the ding dongs and it causes us undue stress but thankfully a better way 
you have to expand your horizons. So I want you to forget about the sounds and the buzzes. We need to be more gentle. We need to calm the heck down. We need to let life manifest itself. We need to be more zen. So let's say if you need to answer the door, your doorbell rings. Well, the plant near you will move to get your attention. Time to take your meds. The pill bottle gets a little tap. Time for you to leave for a meeting. The clock turns a new color. The kids need dinner. A soft chime bellows from the kitchen. You need to reply to an email. You feel a breeze on your neck. You get the drift. It's all designed to get your attention without ripping your focus to shreds, but it won't work in a hospital's delivery room ever because there you need push notifications. Okay. No price yet, but it's supposed to be out in a couple of years. So we have the product number one, Ted, is the ghost detector. Product number two is the smart shaver. And product number three is for us to go hum to get notifications in a more calm manner. So, Ted, which is the real product? I'm going to go with the smart shaver number two. Okay. Ted is going with the smart shaver number two. Let's go to the judges. Oh, <laughs> Little Signals is a family of unassuming but charming objects that share notifications and information by engaging with our senses in more nuanced ways. That's right. Zen. Using sound, movement, and visual cues. We can Zen notifications, Ted. So when you're sitting there on your phone and somebody's at the door, your plant will go whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And you're like, oh. I guess someone's at the door. And you have to say it like that, too, by the way. Not someone's at the door. Um, well, this, that was my second choice. <laughs> all right. Well, since it's your second choice, you win an official Kim Commando Show fanny pack. How about that? Yay. Oh, thank Where, you. We'll send you out a fanny pack. So what's going on with you, and how can I help you out? You're a great contestant, by the way. Well, thank you. You're very kind. Um, yeah, uh, it was uh, September of last year. And uh, I have a Coinbase account <clears throat> and have uh, some Bitcoin in there that I've accumulated over a few years. And uh, I have this blue banner that actually came over my login. And it said, uh, you have been uh, uh, approached uh, with uh, a hacking activity, something like that. And they had two phone numbers for me to call. And I went, oh, no. You right. know, and so... I called one, and and they said, you had two hacks. One was from Virginia, and the other one was from Washington State. Oh, no, it was Oregon. It was Oregon. And uh, they're going to block those IP numbers from ever coming to me again as a service there. They could do that. And I said, okay. Uh, you know, you just don't know what to think when you're hearing this, hearing this stuff. But anyway, they... Um, <clears throat> continued and, and everything. And then they said, uh, you know, part of our procedure is to authenticate you so we know you're the right person we're talking to. And that's customary to a degree because I've had Coinbase do that in the past. And they had the, the template up there, which is the blue template, which is characteristic, of, again, of their protocol. Okay. And, uh, and so I filled that out and they wanted a picture of me and did the picture online and all that stuff. And, uh, and then they said, uh, um, we're going to uh, suspend your account and uh, protect your 
your Bitcoin in the in that that's basically all the coin you have is Bitcoin. They said they told me and, and everything. And uh, uh, we'll be back to you in a couple weeks. This is kind of simplified. There are some things in between, but it gives you a feel what transpired. So, so, so did you lose all your Bitcoin? Yeah. How, how uh, much? How they, much money when, are we talking about? We're talking about one hundred seven thousand. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot. I know. A lot of money. Um, and what does Bitcoin say now? I mean, Coinbase now. Well, it's funny. They they weren't very helpful on the whole thing because you, you, I found out you cannot talk to them. So to have those phone numbers should have been my first flag that uh, this is not legit. But I mean, the way. I mean, you're sitting there, and, and you're, you're looking, and you see, well, who else would put that on there? I mean, I, I can't even dream of somebody putting a banner on my account that I can't even log in. And it looks so legit, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, and it wasn't. And uh, it, was, it was amazing because, let me, let me I, I got a real eye-opener in this whole ordeal. I put, a, uh, I put a claim in with the FBI the IC, in the IC3 unit sure. they have for right. crypto. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, just a, a, a month later, I got a notice uh, from Insider Magazine that a guy was, was hacked of Coinbase for $11.6 million. Wow. In under 10 minutes after falling for a fake notification scam, uh, and U.S. attorneys are involved. It's a big, oh, it's a big mess on that one. But you know, I'm sitting there. You know, that doesn't make me feel good as far as the, the the magnitude of the scam or anything like that. I felt bad, really felt bad for that guy. But you know, I'm re- in retirement, and this is going to help supplement right. my retirement. I really believe in in blockchain and. Bitcoin and all that, uh, and so now nothing wrong with with those. Those aren't the, the issue here. It's just the other thing. I I really felt that Coinbase wasn't very helpful to me. And uh, after some time into this, a week or so, I got an email from them that said, "Have you been compromised?" I had that question. You're like, "Yeah, I, I did. Went, I lost. Did you lose a hundred and seven thousand? Not that it matters, or a hundred and seventy thousand." 107. 107. That's still a lot of money. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the, you did the right thing by the FBI, the crime complaint. Make sure that you change all your account numbers and passwords to anything, you know, that yeah, they I have did. out there. And, I did everything. Uh, I don't really, it's funny, I don't think I ever, you don't really have an account number with Coinbase. No, but, but I'm just I'm just talking about any other yeah. accounts that you have on that computer. Oh, um, sure. Just to oh, make yeah. just because any, any or anything that was connected yeah. to it, your email, your banking, right. your, your phone, your yeah. PIN number, your password or anything like that. Um, wow, that's really awful. Uh, obviously, that we need to also talk about the security that you have on your system, Ted. Let, let us let me write this up as a as a tip. Uh to say, you know, how this is how you need to secure your crypto accounts. This is the best way for you to do that. And I'll put that uh, as a tip. I'm really sorry to hear that, Ted. And if there's anything else I think I can do with the FBI, I'll definitely let you know. Hey, stay right where you are. We have more of your phone calls and a really good tip on what you need to do once a week or on your Mac or your PC here on the Kim Commando Show.
All right, if you're not already getting the Kim Commando Show podcast, hello, what are you waiting for? We have released a new podcast. It's called Kim Commando Today. That's right, a new podcast every single day of the week, Monday through Friday. And you can find that wherever you get your podcasts, um, whether it's on Google, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. Gosh, the list just goes on and on. Just search for Commando with a K. And while you're there, make sure you also get the podcast for the Daily Tech Update and Digital Life Hacks 60 Seconds every single day. Yes, Kim Commando all day long. Okay, maybe not all day long, but wherever you get your podcasts, just search for Commando with a K. All right, on the break, Jeremy, our, one of our IT geniuses over at Commando.com, we were talking about Ted and his Coinbase problem. And Jeremy, you brought up a really interesting recommendation. Share, pray tell. Yes. So uh, it sounded like Ted did not actually end up at the Coinbase website. And so when you hit a phishing domain, it's not going to match the actual domain. And a password manager would help prevent you from putting your credentials into that site because they store your credentials based on the actual domain. So if you're on Google.com, it's going to allow you to fill them in, but those credentials won't work for Google with three O's because the domain doesn't match. And that's a good uh, way to stay safe. And what else, what else could he have done differently? I mean, obviously he clicked somewhere he shouldn't have clicked and he started giving in credentials where he shouldn't have been giving credentials. And That's, yeah. You, you don't want to give credentials out. Usually you want to contact the company. Like if you ever get like a call saying, hey, we need your password for this or that, you don't want to give it up. You want to actually contact the company through their methods because, you know, a number could be spoofed if they're calling you or a domain can be spoofed. Well, you know what? It just seems like, I don't know, I'm noticing a lot more crypto scams like this. Are you? Yeah, and that's where the money's at. So that's where the criminals are going to be. And it's pretty easy to trick people a lot of times because there's just so much information in front of us. Yeah, it is really not so. Well, coming up in the next hour, Allie's going to be telling us about whether or not we can make money. And don't say yes or no yet, Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whether or not we can be making money mining Bitcoins, because we have all these people that say, hey, you know, I made all this money mining Bitcoins and you can too if you just give me $300. Or then we have people just call the show and email and on social saying, how do I make money doing Bitcoin? So that's coming up up in the next hour. Okay, your PC or your laptop, there's always three power modes to choose from. You know this, sleep, hibernate, and shut down. Now, here's an insider secret on why you should choose one specific option at least once a week. So this way it will optimize performance. Now, you probably already know that's a bad idea to just kill the power to your PC or laptop. That's why you have different options starting with sleep mode. With sleep mode, it saves a snapshot of what you were doing so you can get back to work quickly. And hibernate just turns off more programs and it saves power. And a shutdown, it's completely that. Your computer's completely off. And here's what you might not know. You totally want to shut down your PC, your Mac, or your laptop, and you want to do it at least once a week because this kills the programs, um, any apps that are running in the background, ad blockers, and these are taking valuable memory and they start slowing things down after time. Plus, a restart gets rid of any bugs or glitches in the operating system. So what you want to do is set a reminder to reset at least once a week. And by the way, we've been getting a lot of zero-day attacks. And what that means is that if you are not automatically getting any updates to your device's operating system, whether it's your phone, your router, uh, your tablet, whatever it may be, your PC, your desktop, make sure that you do turn on automatic updates and stay right where you are. We have another hour coming up that you don't want to miss here on the Westar Multimedia Network. One more thing, make sure that you sign up for our free tech newsletters delivered right to your inbox. Head over to commando.com slash subscribe now 
while you're thinking about it. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. And thanks for listening. I appreciate you. <laughs>